0: So tonight, sorry, I've got to start that over. <clears throat> I'm going to speak about the, shita, the the questions of shuls and yeshivas and the questions of uh, zoning boards in general. Um, to introduce and to bring this topic into focus, I'd like to, as Hashem say over an actual case that transpired, that I was part of a uh, Bezden that was dealing with it. We actually didn't give a ruling yet on the case, but uh, there was discussion among the dayonim. I was a buyer on the case, so I, pre- I represented one of the sides in the Bezden, and uh, the shalish was uh, one of the top dayanim in the United States. Um, so what happened was like this. A person wanted to open up a yeshiva. He bought a he bought two lots on a residential block in Lakewood and he wanted to use those lots to construct the yeshiva with the dormitory, some simchols, etc., the works. Now, the neighbors were not so happy about it, Kadarkim B'Kaddish, and uh, they wanted to protest, so he called them to Bezden. Claiming that the neighbors had perpetrated a masira against him because he received fines from the township, which, understandably, I mean, uh, a lot of times when people build houses in Lakewood, sometimes unfortunately they do it without a permit, and they could end up with fines. And uh, somehow, interestingly, once you get the permits, the fines go away. So he was there because some fines were assessed against him. He claimed uh, large amounts of money, um, and they wanted the entire. And uh, uh, the question that the entire was, first of all, the neighbors obligated to pay for the fines. Second of all, that was his main tfiyah. Second of all, he wanted to prevent them from doing anything to stop him from building the yeshiva. So his taina was, based on the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch that we have in the Marim which, which say as follows, that even though Mederach klal, let's say you can't open up a, a store in, in a Mavui, which will cause a lot of noise. It says in the Gemara uh, You can't open up a store in a courtyard. Um, And the Mishnah continues and says that the noise of a hammer and the noise of a, a a grinding stone are not something that you could protest. So. When it comes to the store, the Mishnah teaches us that we can't open up a store in a residential courtyard because it's going to disturb people. People won't be able to sleep because of people coming in and out. But the Mishnah concludes and says that you cannot prevent somebody from bringing in tinaikas. Nikola tinaikas. You can't prevent koila tinaikas. So the Gemara asks the question, what's the difference between the chanos and the tinaikas? So the Gemara says that... um, the Seif is the discussing the end of the mission which discusses Tinaikas, is talking about Tinaikas the the a tyra an elementary school where they teach tyra, and the reason for the mission is the reason for the mission is because the yeshua and gamla in the beginning only a person who was lucky enough to have a father was able to teach him Tyra was able to actually learn Tyra and then then uh, you know uh, then people would bring the, their their father to Yerushalayim they, they would have, they, people would bring their their child to Yerushalayim to to, to learn Tyra over there they had a yeshiva in Yerushalayim but then people that weren't able to get to Yerushalayim would not would not learn Tyra so Yeshua Gamal made a takonah he instituted that we have to hire Milan um, de Tinoikis in every district. And, and every city, and, and, and the, the, the children would start learning at 6 or 7, and the Bnei ear could be kind each other to do this. This is one of the things that the people can force each other to do, their Mechuyiv to do. So the Umar says that a is that, to establish Talmud Torah and Chadarim in a the city. Therefore, neighbors, even in a residential area, cannot protest and prevent somebody from opening up a Talmud Torah. Many Polis can speak out that it's not just a Talmud Torah. Any Tzayrach mitzvah is is, uh, is has a special dispensation because of this Gemara. The Gemara is basically saying that any mitzvah which we have to do, any Tzayrach mitzvah... Um, I, I, is something which uh, which the neighbors have no ability to 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 veto, and they have to allow this mitzvah to take place. If he says it brings down about it. that even uh, any mitzvah is allowed. Uh, the shulchan aruch uh, uh, paskins that all mitzvah all, uh, all mitzvahs are included in the special dispensation of this gemara of the zirushu and gamla. So the owner of the, the future Sham Hashem cheder, was arguing that uh, because he's trying to... He wasn't opening a Cheder, he was opening up a yeshiva, based base madrash. So he was saying that because it's a mitzvah to open up a base madrash, therefore he should be allowed to do it. Now, in this case, there were two, um, there, there were two factors that had to be taken into consideration. One factor was that there was a chayla, and the, the, the next-door neighbor to this, uh, uh, this proposed building was a, was a chayla, a long-term chayla, and it would disturb their equilibrium and, and possibly bring them to some type of sakana. So that was one question, whether a chayla is enough of a consideration to override the Tzayr HaMitzvah. That's number one. The second question was as follows, that the, the yeshiva was established on two lots, it was it's proposed to be established on two lots. Um, these two lots were created because of a, a subdivision which had been performed um, many years earlier before before this uh, these lots were purchased by this uh, pl- uh, proposed yeshiva building and uh, this there were certain the, the neighbors had opposed that specific subdivision and the the resolution which allowed the subdivision, which was ultimately passed, stated, had certain caveats and restrictions, let's call them, which seemed to indicate that this, uh, this land is supposed to be used for residential uses. Now, those are the two uh, special considerations. Now, let's, let's, let's discuss a little bit of the halakh over here. So, like, as we mentioned... In Chosh Mishpat, the person does not have the ability to prevent his neighbor from opening up a cheder in a residential neighborhood, because of this Gemara. However, there's another question. We, we, we know there's a question of zoning boards. There's Manenu. Anytime somebody wants a variance, he has to go to the zoning board and, and, and request the variance. The zoning board could either approve the variance or not approve the variance. Now... There's a question in the Paiskim, what's the halacha? Let's say my neighbor wants to build a structure, and he, he, he needs a variance in order to, to be able to build that structure. So he goes to the zoning board, he applies for that variance. Am I allowed to go ahead and petition the zoning board not to give him the variance, to withhold that variance? So what's the question? So it's a very interesting marik. The marik has a tshuva, which is discussing the question, in the olden days, the Jews had very specific areas where they were allowed to live. Jews were restricted to the ghetto. And outside the ghetto, a Jew could not find a place to live. And frequently, these ghettos were very, very crowded. And it was very, very difficult to live in these ghettos. Now, what if there's, a, unfortunately, a wandering Jew doesn't have a place to live? So he comes to a ghetto, and he, when he finds a place, he finds like some uh, two-by-four area, where he could pitch his tent and try to uh, eke out some kind of uh, place for himself to live. And the other people are saying, you're overcrowding this ghetto. We don't, we don't want more people over here. We're crowded enough as it is. We could, barely, uh, we could barely deal with the people that are already here. We don't need more people here. And, and this guy goes and petitions the, the local squire who owned this specific uh, fiefdom, and he asks him for permission to live in this ghetto. So the question is, are the other people in this ghetto allowed to petition the squire not to grant permission to this newcomer to live in this ghetto? So Marik has a truva baton, and he brings a very interesting raya. He says, which I don't think me or you would have thought of this raya, it shows us the absolute brilliance of the hoiskim, how they every word of the Gemara is mamish, uh, they build on a tili Tile inshallah. It's unbelievable how you learn through the the, the, the later rishonim like the Mordchai and myriq and trumas Sadashan, and every word of the gemara is mamish uh, an opportunity to to discover unbelievable new things. So the myriq says as the gemara ba that says as follows: the gemara says, let's say a person goes ahead and. He sees he's collecting paya. He's collecting payah. In The old days, people would leave a, a part of their field for the poor people. You are leave to leave a part of your field for the poor people. Nowadays, you don't do it because because uh, it says they only supposed to leave for poor people, not for ervim and notalefim, not for wild animals. And because it's likely that the paya would be stolen by other by, by uh, others than aniya yisrael. So we don't leave we don't leave money. Uh, Those days they used to leave paya. Now the Aniem would congregate and try to grab as much pay as they could. There was competition among the Aniem to try to get that paya. So let's say one Ani has a brilliant idea. He sees uh he sees Pea growing. He goes and jumps on top of the paya or he throws his clothes on top of the paya in order to claim that paya. So he didn't do a proper Kenyan. A Kenyan and the paya would be that he uproots the paya and picks it up. That would be a Kenyan and the paya. This poor person didn't do that. Instead, he jumped on top of the payas. He didn't perform a proper kenyan. So the alacha is not he said, We carry him away. We grab him by his hands and his feet. We carry him over and, and, and toss him away. So Marik, he makes a diak, a of gav- the He says, a kaabuchaimer. Ma'adach over there. He already got part of the pay. He did, he did, I mean, he did something. The because he came first. Still the second guy could come ahead and carry him away. Why? Because it's Hefker. There's, a, there's pay over here that's just sitting around for, for any Aniyam who could come. So the halacha is that if number two could overpower number one, even though number one got his hands on him first, but since he didn't do a proper Kenyan, so therefore if number two is able to overpower him and carry him away, number two has a right to do that. Because, number two could say, just like you want to be Zaych on this page, I also want to be Zaych on the page. So therefore, zok so certainly in our case, you're coming, here's a, here's a two by four area in the ghetto that everybody was uh, just using to give them a little bit of breathing room, and now you want to come and establish your tent in this area. And how are you going to do that? You're going to petition the local ruler to give you permission to give you rights in this area, which up till now was Hefker, anybody could use. So so you're trying to get this payah, right? And really, in this case, the people that the ghetto were here first. They were already here first. They didn't do a proper kenyan in this area. It's still hefker. But they were here first. So you're the second guy trying to get this thing. They certainly could carry you away and stop you from getting it. They could use any necessary means to stop you from getting this hefker. So he's saying just like by payah where the first guy already jumped on it. He's trying to get it. You could go ahead and overpower him and take him away. So too, for sure, in a case where you were first, and now the second guy wants to come in, you could certainly try to stop him by all means necessary from getting this, uh, this Dabr Hefker. So so Mela, you could go ahead and petition the ruler not to give him the rights to, to, to live in this area. Because he's by, by going to petition the ruler by, for his his application... By, to, to, the, to the ruler, to get the rights to live in this area is like he's trying to be in something of, of Hefker. He's trying to get something new, and you're allowed to prevent them from doing this. That's what Amarik says. Now, the comparison to zoning boards, I think, is, 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 is not a perfect comparison, because in the case of a zoning board, he's trying to build on, on a property which is already his. He already owns the property, but he's still trying to obtain new rights to which he wasn't entitled until now, and, and according to the reasoning of the marek, there's a strong ground to say that the neighbors would have the right to petition the rulers, the zoning board, not to give him that additional right that he's trying to obtain. Now, the Beis Yosef um, strongly argues on this marek. The Beis Yosef says, That his Dwarf of and Beinai—it's a wonder in my eyes how my Rik could say that. Yufka How could you go ahead and allow a person to go and petition the local rulers to to do something to, to another Jew without going to Bestin? It's like it's sort of like Masiro or, or, or going to our I'm not sure exactly what he means, but he's saying that should not be allowed. Now the Ramah brings down both opinions. The Rama Paskins, the Lameis, Ramah's Machria, like the Marik. Rama's Machriya, like the Marik. He he has some other um, considerations over there, but there are many other Achroinim who pass like the Marik. There's Marashdam the Pas like the Marik, and others. Now, I was mentioning before that whether or not to compare our zoning boards to the situation of the Marik is not so clear, because in the case of the Marik, he's trying to obtain a new. Item which you never had any rights to uh, previously, whereas with the zoning board you try, you're trying to petition the zoning board to allow you to utilize your property in, in, in another way which you weren't, uh, which you didn't have rights to previously. Now, a- another question—that's one question. Another question is: Does this marrik apply in a situation where there's a tzerich mitzvah? We, we, we said before that although generally al pichay mishpat, a person doesn't have a right to introduce a, a commercial uh, uh, store into a residential neighborhood because it's, it's going to disturb people's sleep. So, so, the, the, and, and nevertheless, if a person would like to introduce a, a cheder at an elementary school for Taira, he has a right to do that. Why? Because the Torah Mitzvah overrides the neighbor's rights according to Chayish Mishpat. So we can ask the same question, granted that my Rick gave you a right, to petition the zoning board, or let's say, to petition the ruler against uh, giving somebody uh, rights to live in this area, who said the Myrick would say that, even for a mitzvah, even for a mitzvah, so there's a, a Yad Shol, uh, brought down the Pistolei Shuva, who, who clearly says that, in the case of the Rabban, <coughs> we, we do not allow people to petition and, and, and rely on this myrick However, there's a... Uh, is Amnonaser who discusses a very similar case. And uh, Amnonaser argues in the Achal, uh, and he's also Paishtadar our other Shayla with the zoning board. Now, Amnonaser discusses a case where somebody had a shul in, in, a, in a town, and then somebody else came and opened up a different shul. So the question of Amnonaser was whether the, the owner of the first shul is allowed to petition the side. Sa- so now yeah, the second person is trying to get permission. From the from the ruler, he, he had to get a certain license to open up a second shul. So the first, the guy who had the first shul wanted to go ahead and petition the ruler not to grant that license. The question was, is that considered masira because he's petitioning the ruler to hurt hurt quote unquote another Jew. So the Abay compares this to the situation of the Marik. He says the Marik says that. You have the right to petition the ruler. So there, and he goes, he has a whole about the, the, the reasoning behind the Marik. However, Dabdenezer concludes that you ha- do have the right to petition the ruler not to grant the license to the person who wants to build the second shul. Now, this case is a lot more similar to the zoning board than the case of the Marik, because in this case, the second person already owned the property. He already was kind of the property. It's his. Now he just wants to have the rights to use his property in a certain way, which wasn't hitherto allowed. And the Avni Nazar says that that additional usage that he's trying to obtain is considered like he's trying to get something that's new over here. It's like he's trying to obtain something that's a messiah. And you have the right to stop him from getting that thing. So this little khair would clearly apply to zoning boards. And therefore, we could be punished that with a zoning board you could be ma'akiv, and the and Abnei Nezer is extending that to a, a, a dvar mitzvah because he's, he's stopping a person from building a shul. So, which the poskim already have, have have been machria that all all different mitzvah are included in the heter of or the Gemara of Yeshua and Gamla. So, we would learn from this. According to Ami Nezer, he argues on the Yad Shul and he holds that even a dvar mitzvah, you have the right to petition the zoning board. Now, coming back to the specific case that we were speaking about. So, the question is like this: We mentioned that there was a resolution. Now, it happens to be in Lakewood Township. Building a shul or yeshiva is considered permitted use of an area, so you don't need to get you don't need to go to the zoning board and get and get and obtain a special variance in order to build a shul or yeshiva. Although in many other townships, uh, c- c- uh, constructing a, a shul or a yeshiva would maybe never be allowed, but certainly you would have to obtain a variance. But in Lakewood, you don't even have to obtain a variance. Now, the question... W- now, so, a- as far... You don't really have the consideration of the Myrick. because the whole consideration of the Myrick was that if you're trying to get something new to which you aren't, weren't entitled already, the neighbors could go out and stop you because you're trying to be Zeichen something which is hefty. You're trying to, to, to You're trying to get a windfall, so to speak. But in our case, in Lakewood, since... The shul and the yeshiva's permitted use, so the second I have my property, I have a right to build a shul or yeshiva, so one could argue that the marik does not apply in this situation, and one would probably be right. But in this specific instance of, of, the, of, the, of the, in the case that we mentioned, there had been a, a previous subdivision which seems to have had certain restrictions. Those restrictions seem to indicate that the building has to be built in a residential manner. If so, if the if the person would like to now change that, for that he may very well need a variance. So if he if he would need a variance to make that change, then that we, we would revert to to, to of the marik, which is that the neighbors will be able to prevent it. However, if the variance will be will be granted him by right, meaning that he does I, I'm sorry if, if the if the if this application would be approved by right, meaning he does not have to get a variance, and this will be included in permitted use, so then the Allah would be that you would not be able to prevent him based on this mayrik. We mentioned there was another consideration in the actual case, which was that there was a chayla involved. So, in the, in, in, in the, when we're speaking about the myrick, so you can go ahead and try to stop it at the zoning board if, if, if the person needs a variance, however, let's say the zoning board already approved the, the application, you may not be able to sue, uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, to appeal that, that decision of the zoning board and have it revoked, because once the person uh, once the person was matzliach um, in, in the zoning board and he got his variance, he got the right to build it, so now he has it. He was zeich in it already. It's like he, he picked up the payah, and now you're going ahead and calling in the tsar to try to take the payah away from him. That, of course, would not be allowed, according to the Ma'arik. So you would not be able to go ahead and appeal the ruling of the, the decision of the zoning board. However, the consideration of choyle is a different consideration. There's a machloikis achroinim about whether or not a choyle, in did Chazal give the right of, of mitzvah? Did they, did, they, did, they, uh, did they say that b'mokim mitzvah, we disregard the needs of the choyle? Or do we say that since it's a choyle, even though it's b'mokim mitzvah, um, we will have to take the chol into consideration. We will not allow this building to go up. We're not we're not talking because of the marit. We're not talking about about petitioning the ruler. We're talking in the Chayt Mishra. You go to Bezd, and according to some Achroinim, the Allah will be the Bezd and will say, You cannot build. So, this machlok is And uh, the shalish, in this case, the Dayan, uh, the, the, the dayan of Machriah, he said like this Look, this machlok is We can't be Machri in this machlok. So, Ammaish Revel If if the, 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 the owner of the property, is he, if, if he's matzliach, and, and, and he prevails and gets his, his variance, or he gets permission to build a building, so then the halacha will be that we can't stop him, Bezidah will not be able to stop him, because some ahreinim say that we disregard the fact that there's a chayla. However, if he's, if the neighbors do have a right to go ahead and petition the zoning board not to approve this application. Furthermore, the neighbors may even have a right to appeal, even if the zoning board grants the application, the neighbors may have a right to appeal that decision. Why? Because according to certain achreinim, in chayshim mishpah, this person will be prevented from doing it. So the neighbors will be considered a mochzik, and they'll be able to say, HaMaitzor HaVaraya, prove to us that we're not allowed to go ahead and stop you, and and try to do whatever we're able to do to stop you from building. So that that, that's what... Looks like the Akhra might be, we'll have to see, the, the, the entire was not passing yet, there's all kinds of other things that are being brought into play, but, uh, but it looks like the Akhra of, of, of the of the Akhriya was, that each person could do whatever he wants, whatever he's able to do, in order to further his cause.